You're listening to Prompt to Life with Victoria Rogers. Looks like we have company, Deidre said, her eyes glued to the console display. Ryan sat up. What are their tags? Deidre shook her head. They're, they're not broadcasting any. She reached forward in the cockpit and tapped the display. Unidentified ship, this is Captain Stanton of Antigone. Please identify yourself. Shit, Ryan said as they took in the scene. They pointed at the two large asteroids coming up on the display. We've walked right into an ambush. Code red. They slammed their hand on the manual button. A siren rang through the ship, blasting on all speakers. Deidre flicked down the display visor of her helmet. Where are you, you pirate assholes? Energy readings coming in, Ryan yelled as they hopped into the gunner's chair. They're firing. Got it. Deidre spotted the heat trails in her visor cameras, countering now. Deftly, she maneuvered the ship out of the way of the blasts. Ryan crammed their helmet on and keyed in their code on the gunner console. How long before we can jump? Deidre glanced at the power meter. 37 seconds. Just don't use the big guns or we'll have longer to wait. A warning beep went off on her headset. There's a second ship. Not for long. Ryan calibrated the targeting system. Deidre pivoted the Antigone as she spied new heat trails barreling toward them. Maneuvering in four, three, two. The ship jolted as the guns fired off ion waves. One. Jumping now. What the hell was that? Deidre exclaimed, ripping off her visor and swiveling in her seat to look at Ryan after they had made the jump to Bujold Prime. Ryan removed their headset and placed it in its cradle next to the console. Pirates, most like, were ripe for the picking coming straight from a dig site like that. Deidre frowned. How did they find us? I was told it was top secret. That's why I wasn't allowed the team. Just me and security. Ryan furrowed their brows. Someone told them. That made someone working for Pegasus Corps in league with pirates. Ryan shrugged. Wouldn't be the first time. Or, Deidre began darkly, Sutton knew there was pirate activity in the area when he sent me. That's why it was top secret. Wouldn't be the first time for that either, Ryan said with a stretch. You better answer that before they pull us in, they said with a nod at the flashing comms display. Deidre let out a sigh and flicked a switch. This is Captain Stanton of the Antigone. Permission to dock? A crackle went off on the speakers before a voice broke out into the bridge. Stand by, Antigone. Scanning your tags now. 
Deidre leaned back in her seat and waited, her mind whirling. The more she thought about it, the more she was sure Sutton had sent her to a dangerous area. Without an escort. She, a bloody archaeologist, and Ryan, a retired marine, to face off against two F-class frigates, light years from anywhere. She knew the man lacked scruples, but she had not realized how few he actually possessed until now. Permission to dock granted, Antigone. Docking bay S-26A. Stay in holding pattern until given orders to come in. Deidre flicked the console display and brought up the Pegasus Core dock schematics to find docking bay S-26A. Antigone, come on in on lane N. Copy that, Air Control. Antigone coming in now. She flicked the comms back off and navigated the ship to their allotted docking bay. Once docked, she rose from the cockpit and made her way to the airlock. Hey there, Ryan said, jogging up from behind. They stood next to Deidre as they waited for the airlock to do its thing. They glanced at her. You okay? You seem like you're on a mission. I am. I'm about to give that man a piece of my mind. Ryan shook their head. You don't know he knew. Oh, I know, Deidre replied, stepping out into the boarding bridge. Not for certain. Just let him explain first. As your ship's security officer and your employee, I'm reminding you that spectral archaeology gigs are few and far between. As much of an ass Sutton is, he's still the one with the jobs. We're freelancers in a niche industry. Deidre kept up her pace but sighed. Ryan was right. Pegasus Corps was her cash cow. Just a few more jobs with them and she'll have paid off Antigone, and then she could be free of the corporate giant and focus on more academic pursuits. The pair exited the boarding bridge and entered the concourse of Jemison Station. Advertisements buffeted their senses while music played on the overhead speakers, pausing every so often to remind visitors to do their part and clean up after themselves. They just made the passenger train to Pegasus HQ offices, the door sliding shut right on their heels. What are you going to do? Ryan asked as they stood, hanging on to the grab bar suspended from the roof of the train car. Give him one chance to explain things, and then yell, most likely. A family entered at the next stop, and the children's ruckus antics made it impossible to continue their conversation. Luckily, the offices were only a handful of stops from the docks. Deidre and Ryan exited the train before the family, who were no doubt on their way to the dormitories a few stops down. The hum of the forced air system hit Deidre before the blast of recycled air ruffled her raven curls as she entered the impressive lobby of Pegasus Corps headquarters. The lobby was two stories tall and 20 meters wide. Large screens hung from the ceiling, proudly depicting scenes from various colony worlds the corporation owned and maintained. Her home, the sleepy farming planet Delaney, was the third one on the left. She kept her eyes averted from it, not wanting to see a massive representation of her face smiling down on visitors. She was the biggest thing to ever come out of Delaney, it was true, but that didn't say much as far as Deidre was concerned. Being one of the first three spectral archaeologists in the galaxy was a feat, yes, 
but not one that warranted this embarrassment. Captain Stanton, Sergeant Bolter, said the receptionist behind a massive half-moon desk. Welcome to Pegasus Corps. Here are your visitor badges. Thanks, Ling, Ryan said with the kind of smile that made Deidre raise her eyebrows. Ling smiled back, a telltale flush creeping across her nose and cheekbones. Just doing my job, Sergeant. Deidre grabbed her badge from the tray and clipped it to her flight suit as she made her way to the elevators, taking her time to give Ryan and Ling some space. Doors opened for the middle elevator. She only had to hold them open for a moment before Ryan strode in with their hands in their pockets, a satisfied smile on their face. It's none of your business, Ryan said as the doors closed. I wasn't going to ask, Deidre replied with a soft chuckle. But good for you. She's cute. No comments about sleeping with the enemy? Deidre laughed at that. I'll let you know after we meet with Sutton. As if on cue, the elevator stopped and the doors opened with a chime. Leonard Brown, Dr. Cornelius Sutton's assistant, looked up from his desk at their arrival. Dr. Stanton, Sergeant Bolter, we were not expecting you today. How can I help you? We're here to see Sutton, Deidre explained. She didn't particularly like the administrative assistant. He was far too smooth for her taste, too much of a corporate drone. We were not expecting your report until... Brown paused as he brought up Sutton's schedule on his display. Not for another two rotations. 0900. Deidre shook her head. We're back and ready to give her a report now. I'm afraid that's not possible, Brown intoned. Dr. Sutton has a full schedule today. An intercom went off. Brown, shouted Sutton on the other end. Cancel my meetings for this afternoon. I'm going out for lunch with Judge Lorenz. Deidre glowered at Brown. Looks like there's an opening. She stormed past the blustering assistant and stomped through the sliding doors into Sutton's office. You knew. Dr. Sutton looked up from his desk drawer and arched a bushy gray brow. I knew what? That there was pirate activity. The man closed the drawer and sat back in his chair, folding his hands on his stomach. Yes, but, he said before Deidre could respond to his admission, you were not carrying artifacts. There was no risk. No risk? Deidre's blood pressure rose. Pirates attacked us. Regrettable, but as I said, no risk. No artifacts reached the wrong hands. Deidre stared at him a moment, her mind racing to process what he just said. You son of a... He held up a hand. Now, Ms. Stanton, that's Captain or Dr. Stanton to you. He inclined his head. Captain Stanton. Please meet Catherine Dupont, your new intern. You've been listening to Prompt to Life. Prompted by you and written, narrated, and edited by Victoria Rogers. Theme songs by Jacob Patris and Ian Post. All music is from Artlist.io. Opening voiceover by Chelsea Stevenson. Closing credits voiceover by Matthew Mercer. Logo by Amber Seeger of Rocketorca Design. Prompt to Life is brought to you by the support of Kickstarter backers. This show would not have been possible without you. Thank you to Nisa McKinnon, Toss the Halfling, David Ginsburg, 
Richard Kreutz Landy, Max G, Jacob Haller, Jen, Monty Cook Games, Maria F, T. Alexander Stangroom, Michael and Trish Waldschleider, Carmela Smith, Michael Bowman, Ryan Bolter, Jason Nanden, and Catherine Sprock. Remember to vote for character actions and events on Twitter. Polls go up the first Thursday of every month. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back on the fourth Tuesday of next month. Until next time. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.